My favorite one is winning the league at Old Trafford. Okay. My favorite was 8-2. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite one, I do. We won the my league at Old Trafford. And guess what? Thierry didn't, Thierry didn't even play that my game. My favorite was 8-2. <laughs> we sent Wiltord and Carnu up top. My favorite was like your... But no, just going back, going back, <laughs> going back. Have you finished? Have you finished? Have you finished? Yeah, temp. <laughs> have you finished? Oh, eight my, two. My I, second... I see that what Ed is doing. Now. <laughs> my eight second. Temp. What's happening, people? Welcome back to another episode of Red Divided. Myself, Tommy. You got Addy here. And you got myself, Ham, aka Chop Life. Promoting my boy, Daffy's clothing line. Catch me, check me out, make it look good. Big him up each and every time for the, for the bands as well. Chop Life. Chop Life. Or make life chop you. Yep, 100%. But Lil will definitely chop you. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? Yeah. Isn't it? it's, the, it's the reigning champions, isn't it? It's nothing. Yeah. No shame in our game. We lost to the reigning champions, huh? Yeah. Brighton and Burnley wouldn't say the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, what, what did Brighton and Burnley do? Did they win? Yeah, I'm sure. They beat them now. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I, mean, there's not, I mean, there's not much to say. Isn't it? it was a terrible performance, terrible result. Everything was just awful. I didn't even, I didn't even watch the second half. Okay, cool. Uh, like it was so bad from, from... No, there was nothing. There was no trying there. There was nothing in it. You showed up. Is he from? Yeah, we turned up, but they shouldn't have got paid because they didn't do anything. <laughs> they definitely didn't do anything. Therefore, they, they, they didn't do anything. I mean, like I said, I didn't watch the second half because of how poorly we had played in the first half. So I didn't even wait for Liverpool to go a goal up before I knew that. The game was already done. We wasn't. We didn't come here to play football. Basically, like it's definitely, it's definitely the worst performance I've seen this season from um from us. And we've had a few, but this was definitely the worst. Go. Who, 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 who's fault? Who's at fault? Players, manager, combination of both. Everybody from anybody from the the kit man to the physio <laughs> to the to the canteen lady at corner. Everybody. I don't know because that performance was just. I mean, after international week, it's not easy, isn't it? It's not easy, but that's the same for everyone, isn't it? Liverpool players would have went international week. But a lot of the teams that are winning, obviously, Tottenham didn't win, Leicester didn't win, Chelsea didn't win. I think it's only you guys and City. Well, West Ham now, but obviously yesterday was West Ham, um, City and United. So I don't know what to put it down to. Everyone, like I said, everybody can get it. The, the, the man that cut the grass, hmm. and it was everybody's fault, man. But big up Liverpool, man. As soon as Jota come into the pitch as well. As soon as I saw it flash up, that Jota's on. So, oh, boy. Yeah, he's on form. Like, he's on solid form. It's not, like, here and there, he's on solid form. Yeah, he doesn't even need much to get him going. That's the thing. Like, you know, some players that play with, like, they don't get going unless they're on form or unless they don't get going unless they're in the flow of the game, he just doesn't need much, bro. Like, you give him yeah. an opportunity and he just seems to take it. And he stepped up his level. He stepped up his level from when he was at Wolves. Yeah, definitely. Because I'll be honest with you, I didn't think 
Well, like maybe eventually I thought it was going to get there, but I didn't think it was going to be this quick. I didn't think, yeah. But and like, he's doing it on the international stage as well. <clears throat> like he's doing it consistently. So yeah, yeah. definitely getting. Him I know Ronaldo. I know Ronaldo is watching him in one night saying, "Hmm, I will enjoy you this guy in training one day." Let's just stay back. Oh wait, keep 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 messing keep messing up. I will enjoy you in training one day. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, now back to the. Um, so the game, obviously, yeah, it was disappointing. Like, as you said, there probably is not much to talk about because it was awful. Um, but um, in terms of, like, just just to throw some stats, because the game itself, there's not much to talk about. Um, you guys were just awful, it's as simple as that. Um, just some stats to throw out there. Um, on, was it yesterday? I can't remember what day it was. I saw some stats in regards to, like, Wenger's last 50 games. Um, what's his name? Emery's, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah Emery's um, first 50 games and Arteta's first 50 games. And Arteta's, mm. obviously, um, win ratio is worse than the other three. And um, what my question was going to be for you is that do you think that the um, FA Cup has given him a lot of credit in the bank? And it's the reason why a lot of people are not jumping into back like, like you did with other managers. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's going to afford him time, isn't it? It's just like, if you've played for the club, naturally, would that afford you some more time? The, the fan base is with you. So if you win a trophy as well, kind of early in your tenure, then it gives you the credit that you need. It gives you the time that you need, sorry, to build on it. So yeah, definitely. I definitely think because him winning the FA Cup is definitely going to give people... It's going to allow people to give him a bit more time, isn't it? Yeah. Than, let's say, Unai Emery. And whatnot. And Unai, underneath Unai Emery, we just had no clue, innit? Like, yeah, we, we failed to finish top four because of the last couple of games we lost. But just going to the Emirates and watching the players underneath him, we just, there's no sense of identity. Lucas Torreira was playing like a number 10. It's just, just awful underneath him. Man. And obviously, you know how the end of Wenger's tenure was. That wasn't, that wasn't nice for everybody involved, for Wenger, for the players, for the, the board. So it was just, have, that, had, that had to end sooner or later. Yeah, and um, with Arteta, listen, he will go if the board think that if this continue, if we finish tenth again next season or something, yeah, yeah. he ain't got a leg to stand on FA Cup or not. He ain't got a leg to stand on. Mm. So what if he like what? about obviously, if he gets huge family football, would you think that's an improvement from like um, the other two managers? Obviously, like obviously, I ask this question because we, a lot of fans just. Playing there was advocate and a lot of Arsenal fans I speak to in terms of their um, perspective on things is the fact that the reason why Arsenal sacked Wenger is because you guys obviously gonna want to go and try and get closer to the Premier League and get into um, get closer to the Champions League because all the others like the FA Cup, the top four and all sorts, you was getting that quite but pretty much regularly with Wenger. I think what Wenger's only missed that what two three seasons. Um, not, not even that. I'm not sure. Just from the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, if he was to get you that, do you think it's all right, or do you think it's still you're digressing or progressing under him? Which one would you say? Um, yeah, obviously. Well, if we get top four, then definitely it's a, it's progression, yeah. isn't it? Because we haven't been in the Champions League for what well, God knows how long. Ade, you might want you might 
numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that many numbers to go that far back. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what we need. So I'll definitely say, yeah, it's progression. But we had a man that was in charge for what, like twenty years. Yeah. So after him, it was always going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's just like United, isn't it? You had Fergie in charge for how long? It's always going to yeah. be hard. You're always going to take like what two steps backward to take one forward. Yeah. So I'm saying you might have to run through a couple managers before you actually get it right. Yeah, and I heard that. And and obviously each manager comes along the way will have their little, they'll have their grace period. You'll give it to them. Then they may have the highs and the lows. And then you wait up and be like, you know what? You're not moving us closer to our goal, man. We need someone else in. And everyone's doing that. All the all the, the teams like Barcelona, Real Madrid, like I said, United before and us. We've all had good good managers, had good times, and now we're trying to keep the good times going, but without those legendary managers in it yeah so for me it's just like he'll do what he's doing he has his identity he has his philosophy if it goes well he'll be in a job if he finishes top four he'll get more time but if he doesn't if it's another season like this season next season then i can't see him saying can't see him staying yeah um like now because the thing with him obviously look i don't um i wouldn't say i'm a fan of him but i would at the same time um he hasn't basically done much for me to think, yeah, she let him go because um, I think for Arsenal, you don't matter who take over that job, is one of those is is the type of job that you have some you probably have to go backwards in order for you to go forwards. But with him, is the situation with him is that are the fans willing to be patient for that to happen? Um, which I and I can understand fans' frustration because, as I said, I'll use United as an, as an example with. Oli's situation now. If Oli doesn't do it, our next manager's got be bang on it. There's no, oh, we're gonna give this manager another two, three years. We just want results straight away. So with um, you know, Embraer, you guys will you gave you gave him a lot of time basically. But I think what was deceiving under his reign, well, I think he went on that twenty game on <laughs> on beating or something like that. That you guys, a lot of fans yeah, got yeah, excited about, awesome. which was yeah, <laughs> which is quite that was quite deceiving. Um, so he obviously stayed quite a while but with um, what's his name Arteta is a thing where are the fans going to be patient enough to give him the time because like yeah it can be it can be worthwhile like as we saw with like um, Klopp but at the same time it might not go well as with this do you get what I'm saying yeah it might not so Klopp had won titles before and won yeah stuff so I guess that's a bit of his CV showed it, but Arteta's coming fresh, mm. and you can't deny that a cup competition is not the same thing as a league competition. You get me? So, as we said, it's nice to win cups. They they bring that feel good factor, but it's not the same thing as a marathon league situation or a Champions League where you go through the through yeah, the league stage and then you go through the home and away knockouts. So it doesn't show enough. Like, it doesn't show enough. It buys him a bit of time, but it doesn't show enough. But I'm not saying he's not a good manager, but we also don't know if he's a crap manager. We still need to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. We would just... Is, I think time would tell anyway, but... Um, but um, what else is there? What was I going to say? But for you, Ham, obviously, you, obviously you've always been an Arteta fan, like Arteta. And, but how long would you say he has left to prove himself. Um, what for me in terms yeah. of when when I start saying, "Boy, you yeah. might have to go." 
if we have another league season like this next year and we are languishing <laughs> ninth, eighth, tenth, then I can be I can like Arteta, his philosophies and his ideas as much as I fucking want me. But I do not like my club being ninth or tenth. Yeah. Especially when he has players in that squad that shouldn't be there. So whether it's him not motivating the players or the players not playing to their full potential, but there's enough young players there, there's enough experienced players there. We've got a summer window coming up. Yeah. We've got an infrastructure in place now with obviously Edu and the man above him and whatnot. So everything's kind of there for him, isn't it? So if he fucks a bag up again next yeah. year, then I'm sorry. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not, I ain't ready to see him go at the end of this season. This season's a dud for us, isn't it? If we, if we, win, this, if we win the Europa League, it salvages the season somewhat, yeah. gives us a European title, which we haven't, which we haven't gotten in fuck knows how long. Ade is good with numbers. <laughs> Back to the future, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we'll sit, so we'll go and we'll dust ourselves off and go again next yeah, season. But I think if um, if you can get that Europa League and get you into the Champions League, that's a like a good full factor. As Addis said, but the positive about that is you're now back among the big boys. And the thing is with the Champions League, as we all discussed, it's like there's no really no there's not a dominant force in that Champions League right about now. Like, it's anyone really and truly can beat each other on any given like given day. So, it's, if you can get back into that. Champions League spot right now, especially with a season where the top teams that might not make Champions League next year, you can still a lot of players in the summer because everyone wants to play in that big competition. It's big, yeah. yeah it's so like big. Dortmund, for example, I'm not it's saying big. you're gonna get go and get the Haaland and so forth, but it definitely yeah, yeah can't afford. But you like can that. definitely get others that wants to be in that big big um, competition. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, is it will be totally different and. And the players also have to understand is the level above them. So they can't afford to just stroll into those games like they did against Liverpool. You know what I mean? This is a this is the level, this is the pinnacle of football, basically. Um, but we'll start we'll start getting beat five one like we wasn't really playing by <laughs> yeah, me. No, nah, I don't think that oh, man, I don't I think that will happen in this like this day and age. But I won't put it past you. Sure, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not I don't know. I mean, I think Ox, are we worse now than we was back then? When we was getting whooped five one, I'm saying so it's possible, man. And, and the levels, the levels that Bayern have set to us is even the, the gap's yeah. even bigger yeah. than when we, when we yeah, were playing 100%. them them times there. So yeah, I would love to be back. I would love to be back in the Champions League. I don't know if I had this conversation with you or another set of my virgins, but I'm not trying to go back to the Champions League and get embarrassed every yeah. fucking game. 100%. <laughs> especially when I know, especially when I know where my team is at right now, isn't it? And where we are right now, we don't deserve to be in the Champions League. We are rightfully in the competition that we deserve yeah. to be in. But don't deserve to be in the Champions League at all. Obviously, next season, and obviously, even if we get there by winning the Europa League this season, I'll be watching it in one eye next season. I'll be watching the games like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I said? But obviously, you have to get yeah, back yeah. in there, and you have to charge yeah, no, up. But I say, look, the only thing about my only grudge is I don't really care. Now. I'm happy where you are, but I just don't think it's acceptable to be tenth as Arsenal, like as a big club. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not the only that's because you you're definitely bigger than that. What we think you are anyway, but the players obviously have gone for plans for you guys. I mean, we do we we do have the trophy we do have the trophies to back it up. There we are bigger yeah. than that, but we're just yeah, not playing. Yeah, we're just, yeah, we're just yeah, not yeah, playing. Like that. Saying, look, everybody, a lot of teams have the trophy, but yeah, yeah. Nottingham Forest have the trophies. <laughs> Say that again. Nottingham Forest have the trophies as well. They're just they're not bigger than us, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, nah. So yeah, that's basically it. So yeah, tenth is definitely not. And um 
And I think it just makes it harder, isn't it? Because as time goes by, all these teams ahead of you are not. Well, not that they fair you anyway, but it's gonna be it's gonna prove a lot harder to to be beating this team because every season, every they're gonna give you a hard game, thinking, "Oh, we done the double of Arsenal last season. We can do it again." Or yeah, and the Premier League's yeah, getting harder so, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Premier League's getting harder. It's one of those, man. It's one of those. But yeah, man. Moving on to because when we when we, when we were sorry before when we was winning leagues going back and back to back, Arsenal United, the gap between us and yeah. others, the others was 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 mm. was big. Because we really, we, if we're talking, if we're being deadly honest, we only cared yeah. about ourselves. Arsenal United only cared about themselves. There wasn't Liverpool was okay, but they, were they ever going to win the league? No. Chelsea they didn't have they didn't have the this is um, before yeah. Abramovich's money, isn't it? So Chelsea they weren't a big player. Leeds were there, but Leeds were good, young, but they were never really going to win the league. Everton. Mm-hmm. So really, truly, it's only us two we cared about. But now the field now. You can literally go through it and say, okay, cool, City, Liverpool, Leicester. The gap isn't as big anymore. So as I was saying, the Premier League's harder anyway. So like you said, it's easy for Arsenal. If we finish 10th this season, it's not infallible that we could finish ninth next season because West Ham might get better, Villa might get That's better, and boom, 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 boom. So you've got to be careful, man. You've got to be careful because like I said, these and the money, obviously, the money in the game now is it's a bit more evenly spread out. That's why teams like a Leicester can go get the players they get in the transfer yeah. window. It, so look at what Aston Villa done at the transfer window. Yeah, it's, it, you could have yeah, done it back it's, in. It's very pretty much evenly spread out because some of the money that this team gets, some top teams in other countries don't get that. They don't get that kind of money. So um, I don't think Valencia, we can't Valencia or whatever it is, whoever finishes third or fourth. Sorry, I don't have as much yeah. money as Sheffield United. Like <laughs> yeah, Sheffield United do you know what I mean? Spend more money. They can spend more money than the team. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's definitely not the same, man. And like with with more money, they can get more. They have resources to um get more coaches, training facilities, and so forth. So it's yeah. But I mean, Carlo Ancelotti manages Everton Football Club. Carlo Ancelotti is a legend of football, absolute legend as a player and a, as a manager. Uh, yeah. And that's <laughs> money, right? Because obviously they've got yeah, they've got money. They've money. got money to there spend. Well, so it's like. But the point I'm making is back in the day when we was going back and forth, yeah. who was ever in manager? Well, Howard Kendall and then manager. <laughs> Joe Royal and then manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I heard that, man. But, yeah, now, um, it is disappointing, nevertheless. But, um, yeah, I do hear, hear your point. But moving on smoothly to our team. Are they what you got to say about your boys? I didn't watch them. Oh, you know what? <laughs> no, no. I didn't watch them. So, I was out because I was doing Easter... Easter. <laughs> so, um, I listen. Who's in Easter? Um, egg <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> I was in the park in the, in the jungle. Mm. But, um, so I listened to the game on, um, on the radio and then watched match of the day. Um, obviously, when they went behind, I was just like, typical. I was just like, you, you're at a game. But it's now a situation where when we go behind, you're not too worried. Because if this was last season, yeah. when we went behind, I'm like, we're not going to win this game. We might be able to nick a draw, but we're not going to win this game. But this season, when we go behind, I'm a bit more like, huh, cool. It's not ideal, but we can sort this out. So, yeah, it was good to come back. Um, obviously, Brighton are a tough team regardless. Like, they're ballers. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but getting those three points was the most important thing, especially with everyone else dropping points. Yeah. I think that 
pretty much guarantees our Champions League spot. So it's a good result. My my son scored. Can't complain. <laughs> yeah, Mason. Now he played really well yesterday. He deserved the goal. Um, obviously, um, there have been a few comments about his performance of late, but which obviously we discussed, was it a week or two ago? Um, but it's nice for him to get a goal because, as I said, I've never really been worried about his form because he's the last few, what the, the day games that he's been playing, that he hasn't been scoring. As I said, I discovered that he's got a lot more to his game. So it's just me just discovering other aspects of his game. And he, he was working hard, so I wasn't really too concerned. And with these finishing qualities, you know that eventually the goals are always going to come back. But obviously in this day and age, if you're not scoring or assisting, like there will be a, no, a lot of noise around your name, like um, what's happening. So, um, But yeah, I was happy that he actually finally got a goal. So um, hopefully you can push on to the end of the season and just start back again. And obviously he's not going to go to, hopefully Gareth don't pick him. I just want him to rest over the summer and come back next season firing, basically. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't think we've got any risk of Gareth picking him. Yeah. In I don't think it's a risk yeah. at all. No. Um, he's definitely staying at home during the summer. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely staying at home. But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the boy. Um, obviously, I had my concerns because I thought like a few things that had happened over the course of the, the start of the season might have affected him. I might have affected his gameplay because it's, it's been a, a big season for him, a lot of issues off the pitch. Um, but yeah, I'm happy he's getting his goal because I, I, we know his quality, we know his level of finishing, but that hasn't stopped players f- from disappearing. Mm. Right? You've got people like Ravel Morrison where we were hearing mad stuff about him before he came out and look at where he's career. He's been to like 13 different countries. I'm not even saying teams, I'm talking about countries <laughs> in the last few years. <laughs> so it's always yeah. like, it's a worry. Like obviously the ability's there, no doubt about that. But it's just that worry mm. because it takes one event in life to throw you off, off the rails or to change the course of your career. Mm. But yeah, I'm happy for him. And yeah, I just want to see him score goals. Like I'm not even interested in all round. I just want him to be an assassin. Yeah. I don't want him to be Firmino. I want him to score <laughs> 80 goals a yeah, season. No, I heard that. I heard that. It's, that's what you want him to be. And I think um, hopefully next season with like his positioning, like his strength, um, his, like, but hopefully they're helping him, like the coaches are helping him, like analysing his game. So he's getting into better positions because you know when he does get into those positions, what? Eight, eight times out of ten, he should be scoring the goals. So fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Um, just a, a point on like Potter Ade. Would you, um, just a quick one before we move move on. Obviously, you, you know, you guys, I've been making noise about him for a long time now. And then I watched, obviously, watching Brian again at United yesterday. I just, but well, I'm just a big admirer of how he plays football. Do you think any big club can take a risk? Um, I think all of them should, in all honesty. Like, I think if if they've got the guts, I think all of them should should at least attempt it. They won't, but it's it's to their detriment because he's shown. Yeah, but who who though? Who though? Who? When you say all of them or what club? Uh, well, I guess uh, minus Man City and Liverpool. Man City and Liverpool. 
I don't see anything wrong with everyone below that giving Graham Carter a chance. Le- Leicester are probably fine. They don't need to change up. Um, I'm not sure if United are, are issue, and I've said this a few times, especially um, since that AC Milan game. I said it's not like Ole's not trying. My issue with Ole is that he's he's. We don't play great football. That's my issue with him. I think we can get a better tacticianer to get us to the next level. So my beef with Ole mm. is not that he's not trying or he hasn't done okay, but there's better out there. And that's where my issue is. Um, we, we could definitely take him. For you guys, I guess it's how you guys feel, right? It's whether or not you just want to continue your project and see how it goes. Because as we've discussed, your problem might not actually be the manager. It might be the personnel. So it might not be worth mm-hmm. that gamble. But everyone below that, yeah. I, I can imagine Potter having a team like Villa with the way they with the ballers they have, even Spurs, mm. right? Obviously, Mourinho's still the better manager. I'll still say Mourinho's still the better manager. But me looking at the way Potter has Brighton playing and imagine those Spurs players playing that football, mm. Kane will score 45 goals a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and, weekend. Yeah. And another thing you're saying like that is like, with him, yeah, you can go across all these other teams that like you were just mentioning, right? And you can easily yeah. say they've got better team, a better team than Brighton. And it's like, yeah. how is he getting those boys? Like, don't get me, I'm not, they've got some qualities players up there that can probably take a, take the step up. Don't get me wrong. Like, but yeah. Yeah, Leandro Trossard. How is he getting this? How's like, bear in mind, he's not buying this place for much. He's not buying, obviously, he's obviously big shout to his, um, to the scouting team getting, um, what's the center black center midfielder called again? Um, Misuma, Suma, Suma, Trossard, as you said, and Lalana, your Ben White, Ben White. Big shout out to all of them. But how is he giving this place confidence, bro, to go week in, week out, despite not matter where they are in the league? Because if anything, if you ask me, it's harder playing like that when you're fighting relegation because. A lot of managers will be under pressure to change their style of play because of, they might be thinking, you know what, if you don't change your ops, we're going to get relegated. And that's a lot of money on the line you're playing with. And a lot of managers have they've crumbled under pressure. But regardless of what the position they're in, it's still confident enough to get this player playing like that week in, week out. They're creating chance after chance. And like they had the interview after the um, United game, it was like, how many times are we going to say hard luck? <laughs> I mean, yeah. how many times are we going to say that? So, you should only think we better quality players, it should do better. But obviously, I understand it's not always like that because at the same time, when you, as, as a manager, you're going to be dealing with bigger egos. And those egos are sometimes are not easy to manage. It's not just so much the style, the brand of football that you're playing. You're dealing with egos. You're going to be dealing with guys on, in the board that might not give you what you want at all times. And um, Rio was talking about this all the time. When you go into like the Arsenal's, the, um, the United, see, you're, doing, you're messing around with a big corporation. Like, there's so many people working there. So there's a lot of the things that you, you have hands-on in Brighton, you're not, you don't need to do that here. So you have to ask all these people, oh, can I have this, can I have that? You might not always get what you want. 
So it's just about how is he able to adjust to that. But in terms of him as a coach, <coughs> he's outtaken. I'll be deadly honest yeah. with you. Because I think that's the issue, right? Because we don't know how the step up might affect him, right? Because there's always that issue of it's not just football. You go into another position and the setup might not be conducive for you generally and you might not work out. But this guy um, went to Ostersund. They were in the fourth tier of Swedish football, took them to the top tier, won the equivalent of the FA or the League Cup and got them into Europe. That's not a small thing. He was just any man that... Did Oli not do the same with Moda? What, from the fourth tier of football? Nah. <laughs> no, fourth not tier, fourth nah, tier. Moda has <laughs> always been one of um, Sweden's big, big boys or Norway's big boys. Norway. Oh, this guy oh, went yeah. from the fourth tier to the top tier. They've never been in the top tier before. And that's just from his football. Everyone... Because you, you can imagine, it's just like... Any man just calling who the Jeremy Ali there <laughs> just pick that man and they gave him a chance and this guy has grown his profile. His profile just to balance the books, I need to throw a shit United player in there <laughs> as you were carry on, carry on. But yeah, he's done he's done his carry on. and like it's all been from ability, mm. right? No one's giving him a, a, a leg up because of anything. He's done his bit. He's served his time in, in Sweden, came over, did his time in Swansea, and it, his football was good on the eye. Now Brighton, we're looking at his football, and we're like, this is decent. If he had one striker, I'm not even ch- saying change the whole team, a striker that could finish, yeah. Brighton would be up there. Brighton would be up there. But, yeah, we'll see. Well, in five years' time, he might be managing in the fourth tier of Sweden. <laughs> you never know. Because this football, I just don't understand. Yeah. Things change quite course, quickly. Course. So. Yeah. Nah. Yep. Yeah, how was your thought on um, Potter? Yeah, I think um, Ade was spot on with his um, the around, um, Tottenham thing. I think that's perfect in terms of how um, fans want to see their team. Because their biggest grab against Mourinho is they hate they hate watching what they see in it. The players they have, Delhi, Bill, and Dombele, Kane, Son. Um, like Ade said, again, if you put Potter the way Potter plays football and put him there with those players, it looks like someone can go on there still. Like we all like like I say, I just think Mourinho is past his sell by date. And I think someone like Potter is part of the next gen, him, Scott Parker, those type of managers that they they leave their imprint on the side and it's um it's aesthetically pleasing. When you watch Brighton, if you're a Brighton fan and you watch them, fair enough, you might have been battling relegation. When you watch your team play, you actually enjoy watching your team play. Yeah. And I think as a Fulham fan, you probably enjoy watching him tell players like Adamola Lookman to have a go. I'm saying get Bobby Cordova Reed to have a go. The fullbacks have a go every game. They actually try and play through the Lions, try and play football. And I think as a fan, that's what you want. You just want your team, especially down there where they're not really going to win trophies, are they, if we're being honest, isn't it? So if you are if you are supporting a team like that, you want your team to play attractive football, to play something that you that you're paying your hard earned money to come to the stadium and watch your team. Yeah. So I think someone like Graham Potter is a top 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 young manager along with Scott Parker, and I do think definitely they deserve a step up from what they're doing now, isn't it? But I think they have got to do what they're doing now, and then in a season or two, someone takes a punt on them because if you look at it, if they do go to the very top, their journey is going to be very similar to Brendan Rodgers. That's the Brendan Rodgers manager a couple of teams and then he got his Liverpool move and then Celtic and now he's doing fantastic again at Leicester. So I wish them I wish them both 
good luck. I don't, I don't just want a single Graham Potter out. I think he's a top manager, but I think Scott Parker is a very, very good manager as well. And I wish them both good luck. And um, yeah, listen, if Arteta is not cutting next season, next season, Potter, you can't manage us, mate. <laughs> you can come manage Arsenal, mate, any day of the week. Hopefully, we can get him before you, before you and Ade sack and Oli and get Graham Potter <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I call wait. Obviously, you know, I'm a um, big um, Marino fan anyway, so I'm not too sure. I think Tottenham's situation is slightly different up there, but that's another topic for another day because we've talked about them quite a few times. I think we'll say Tottenham's situation until the um, <laughs> Carlin, um, Copperdale, what's the, what's the final <laughs> called? <laughs> <laughs> Are they playing in Spain or something? Are they playing somewhere we don't know? <laughs> what's that cop called again? Um, Carabao. Was it Carabao? Yeah, Carabao Cup. Yeah, Carabao Cup. <laughs> so we saved Tottenham's. That would be good. I'll, actually, I'm going to try and invite my friend um, after that um, game, actually. So uh, win or lose is agreed that it will come on. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll save Tottenham till then. That's they're a totally different situation. But yeah, now um, it'll be very interesting to see, as you said, not just Graham Port, as you said, um, I do believe, I agree with you, I do believe. Um, What's his name? Scott Parker's a good manager too. Um, but I just at the moment, I think Graven's probably just ahead of him for me because I've seen more Graham Potter and I've seen what he's done in different clubs. But obviously, um, I can mm-hmm. see the progress um, um, Parker's making. Um, but it'll be interesting to see the step-up, really, how they react to the step-up because um, Poch done it with um, Southampton to Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you said Brendan's done it. And I didn't think a lot of people thought Brendan done a bad job at Liverpool. I thought Brendan done. Oh, he did um, an amazing good job. Amazing. Yeah, so yeah. I was shocked when he got sacked. So I thought Brendan done well at um, um, Liverpool. So um, it'll be interesting to see if they can have similar step ups or even better. So it'll be interesting to see. You know. But I'll, as I said, right now, my first choice for United will always be Poch at the moment. And that hasn't changed. But I'm possibly a leg read next, but definitely I would take Graham Potter, especially ahead of Ollie. I am telling you for free right now, I'm, I would take him. Yeah. Tom, Tom you'll, t- you'll take the man down the street that's got a managerial <laughs> Tesco qualification over Ollie. <laughs> no, I won't go that far. I, I can't disrespect Ollie like that, but because um, obviously, like, look, if he, um, I was a bit skeptical about us making Champions League. Um, earlier on this season but I think with the victory over the weekend yeah that's happening that's yeah right. so that's pretty much should have sealed it for United unless if a major disaster happened we need like Hurricane Katrina stuff <laughs> <laughs> to happen with that so um, yeah we should make that and it would be nice for him to top it up with a Champions League I mean sorry with a Europa League and if he does do that then then I'll be on the same mindset that you and Adia was at the beginning of the season, um, when I was asking for them to um, sack him, I would just be like, look, there's no reason to sack him. So it's just we'll wait until next season and hope that he pushes on. And that's it for now with United. Get that boy's bloody contract and get it signed, man. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that picture. I can't wait for that day, man. I know you can't, but I know. <laughs> get that boy's three-year contract, man. Ten million pounds a year as well. Get in there, Oli. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it does anyway, man. It'll be interesting. Um just moving on swiftly 
talking about um, we were talking about Mason earlier on. Um, we hope Mason will be like a top striker in the future. Um, so um, you guys seen Jamie Carragher's top ten strikers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on it? And do you think he's got his spot on? Or is there anyone in that top ten that needs to go out, or anyone that's like you feel like you need to add to the top ten? And if there is someone, who would you remove for that person? I'll let Ade go first. Um, you're a centre forward, Ade. Add yourself, man. <laughs> I wish. I don't even remember how to play football no more. <laughs> but, um, nah, so obviously when I heard about the that he had made the list, all I was hearing was bare uproar. So I didn't actually know who was actually on the list. So then I went to go check Oh, was there a lot of opera about it? I, didn't even know. I had I heard a lot of people. Yeah, there were. Yeah. There was a few on okay. um, Insta and so forth. Yeah, okay, yeah okay. so I was yeah. thinking, oh, like, what must this include for it to like cause so much like drama? But then I looked at it and obviously looked at the first three, and I was like, Thierry Aguero, Shera. And I was thinking, okay, that's it. There's there's nothing there. There's nothing to argue there. And then yeah, at all, yeah. I looked at the rest, and I think a lot of them probably deserve to be there the the argument might be that oh one person should be ahead of the other and i think that's majorly it because you get um drogba's number four rooney's number five salah's number six um the man the legend the man the legend don't just call his name like that (laughs) the man the legend andrew cole you left him out of your all-time united 11 bro that's another topic for another day but <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about that, bro. We're gonna talk about that. Respecting Andrew Cole is number seven, then Lewis Suarez, <laughs> number eight, Dwight York, number nine, and Harry Kane, number 10. So, like, you look at the top 10 and you're like, fair enough, you might want to move some people around, but the, especially top three, I just thought solid, done. <laughs> Let's move on. Cool. And do you agree with the like the order of the top three? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with it personally. Are oh, you want me to chip in? Oh, yeah. I ain't got nothing to say. Thierry's number one. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who's second, fourth, ninth, fifteenth, thirteenth, thirty second. I don't give a fuck. Well, Thierry's number one. Yeah. So yeah, the top three. I ain't got a problem with Kun and then Allen. So there's an argument. There's a, but the thing I think the point he's making at it. There's an argument for every one of those strikers to be in there. Isn't it? If I'm being deadly, deadly honest. The only name that I see and think hmm, should he be top ten is Dwight York. If I'm being deadly honest, because mm. if I, if it's me, I'm gonna take Dwight York out and put Ruud Van Nistelrooy in. That's what I would do if it was me and it. If I was making this list, I didn't know. I didn't know he was counting Mohamed Salah as a striker. Now I still thought it was a fool. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he was counting him as a striker. But um, yes, yeah, so apart from that, apart from that change, I don't think I would change anything else. Like I said, Thierry's number one. And I could give a fuck who's seconds and after. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um... and, can I, and can I just read Jamie Carragher's quotes for our listeners? Just in case you didn't catch this, the listeners, Jamie Carragher said, Daily, Tele- Daily Telegraph, and I quote, there is only one winner in this list. It amazes me that anyone would ever debate it. It's not even close. Henri is not only the greatest Premier League striker, he is the greatest Premier League player. As you were. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was just saying, with one is quote, the greatest Premier League player, I definitely don't agree with that. But I don't want to dis- like, regard Henri's qualities 
he's probably one of the best in it. So um, one of the best players we've ever seen in our generation anyway. But talking about the list, might sound a bit controversial, but you know me anyway, I always speak my mind. I personally won't play number one. Um, my number one, <laughs> my number one striker is Corn in it. Um, and I'm glad that we discussed this before um, this list has come out because when we were doing our all time Premier League, um, the good thing about the list though, isn't it, is just it captures our all time Premier League strikers. Remember when we was arguing about who to put in, it was just those, it was those three strikers. And yeah. um, I think we ended up leaving Aguero out, and I was basically arguing for Aguero. So I'm glad that it was. I made my voice clear then that I've always thought Aguero was a guy then, even before Jamie's list. So it's like, and this is not me saying whoever's got Thierry or um, Alan Shearer ahead of them are wrong, but this is just my personal preference. I've always been a big fan. Or Kun Aguero, when he came into the Premier League, if I can turn, rewind the hands back of time, I would have loved United to buy him <laughs> rather than um, City. So he's just been my striker. I'm not talking about overall player. I know as an overall player, Thierry is one of the best, but I'm talking about strikers. And when I'm talking about strikers in the box, I can do it all, tight space or not. Late goal, big games, whatever it is, the man is Kun is my guy in it. So, um, but as I said, this is not me discrediting Thierry or Reed. And in terms of Allen, I'm I'm like Allen's that speaks for itself in it. But I'm not I'm not gonna sit and lie that oh, I love work, watching Allen Shira. I don't, bro. Do you know what I mean? I honestly don't. I I don't really watch Shira. So there's other players in that list. That I might pull ahead of Shira, but this is unpopular opinion, isn't it? But um, that's because there's players that I genuinely just like watching playing football. So it, this is a matter of preference, and I, I prefer to watch um, Rooney play football. I prefer to watch Didier play football than to watch Allen. And even with Suarez, obviously, well, yeah, Allen's got the goals in it, so you can't. That changes yeah. the question, right? Because enjoying yeah, them striker. watching football and them being a better striker yeah. to. Okay. No, no, I heard that. Two different things. Yeah, no, I heard that. And that's true. That's it. But if it is striker, then Kuhn, I'll definitely, Kuhn is my guy. Do you get what I mean? Basically, this is the same argument I was making about Kuhn and Thierry. Yeah. So uh, it's my guy. And in terms of the list, I'm, yeah, I'm with Ham. Um, I'm not putting to white there. My guy, Nick Rude, has got to be there, man. Nistori is definitely going to be there. Apart from that, yeah. Ethnistory. (laughs) Yeah, Nistori has got to be there. Um, And apart from that, I think, if you put Nistor in that list, I think that list, obviously, everyone can pick their own order, but I don't think anyone... I didn't... To be, I'm with Ham. I didn't really know Salah was a striker now. I, don't, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, bro. I, 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 didn't, didn't, I didn't know we're considering him as a striker now, but I was quite shocked to see Salah in the list. Not only is on the list, he was ahead of bare natural strikers. What's going on here? My, my man's like six, bro. Yeah, like, I won't put him ahead of Lewis. Even if we're going to consider him as a striker, you have Suarez, Kane, like, there's a few, Andy Cole. He was ahead of Cole, too. I, I thought like. you were going to take, t- you named two people before you mentioned Andy. I don't understand you people. I don't understand you. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that, I, like, ahead of Cole, I think of what's going on. But if it is a striker, I'd say, yeah, because of his, like, goal-scoring records, I wouldn't mind putting him on the list. I'll be honest, I wouldn't mind. But, um, yeah, so no one would really argue with that list. Do you get what I mean? No one. 
like as I said, and not many. I'm obviously I'm one of of like of hundred or two three hundred. Not many will change that number one. And I, and I, I agree with you guys. And this as I said, oh. I'm not trying to discredit what Thierry had done in the game, but it's just my personal preference in in terms of coin. And that's it. But it's a great, it's a good list though. It's a good list, and I don't. Apart from Dwight, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Dwight's numbers, they were good at United. But other than that, it's not really much. And he didn't really play a mad number of seasons. So to just throw him in there is a bit, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a strange one, Jamie. It's a strange one. But I also think Jamie, obviously, he's because he's obviously played against a lot of these players, right? So he's obviously might be based on, like, the toughest... The toughest opposition that he's faced. Yeah, he probably used to and he's old... tough when he saw. And... <laughs> <laughs> Rob, like when you watch them on Monday Night Football, yeah, Jamie is in awe of what we. Like it's like it's, it's like the guy is looking at us, bro. <laughs> at... As a United fan, like this is me being honest, right? Back in the day, I used to shit myself, and I'm not even playing in the match. So <laughs> the first thing I'm not playing in the match, and they weren't even playing United. But as soon as I see the ball bounce in the in the half, in the opposition <laughs> half, I'm like, yeah, he's going to score. That's how it was for me. So, like, yeah. him and Kun are, like, totally, like, like, yeah. I can't argue against Henry. Kun, I love Kun as well. Same thing as you, Tom. Like, I wish I yeah, could I go Kun. back I in time Kun. and, like, sign in for United type of thing. But, yeah, Henry just used to, I, it just used to fill me with dread. I used to feel sorry for defenders. As soon as it bounced in the half, not even near the box, yeah. I used to be like, yeah, it's done. And it was so unfair, yeah, because, like, the guy is quick, yeah. strong, like, you can't get a ball off him. And then to top it off, yeah, he's finishing. And remember, I, I think I was talking about this a while ago, saying, Henri's pretty much got that same finishing where he'll bend his body and curl the ball. Yeah. And it's not as if you don't see players in this day and age trying that. But how does Henri always get it in the corner, bro? It's yeah. unreal. I remember that's yeah, what I kept saying about my difference between a world-class striker and, and a good striker. A good striker will choose where they are finishing. Uh, um, a good striker will like hit the target and score goals. But a world-class striker will pick and say, I'm putting it in that particular place. <laughs> and yes, yeah, it's, it's a madness. Henri was just a madness yeah. anyway. But we thank God he left. <laughs> he went on to do bigger and better things. No, 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 no. Don't, don't stop now, Eddie. I was enjoying that, man. Keep giving me flowers. Carry on, both of you. Keep giving he, me he flowers. He went on to do yeah, bigger and better things, so we thank God for his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that generation of like, um, like you love, I don't miss it, but something like the ones that we won, I loved it. The ones that we lost, those games, you know, you're never comfortable because you don't go into those games thinking, oh, we're going to be awesome today. It was, you're literally at the edge. Yeah, home away. See, really home away. Those are the times. I remember, like, this is a story of me. Ade used to live, like, Brixton. I used to live in Kennerton. And then I can't remember what happened to Ade's cable. It's just broke. Like, and the game was, this is the 4 2 at Ivory. We ran all the way. I had malaria. From Brixton. I had malaria. <laughs> from Brixton, bro. <laughs> because we didn't want to miss deadline to my um, kickoff. It ran all the way to my house, I and mean, we had an Arsenal fan with us. And that's probably one of my best memory of like Arsenal and United match. One of my favorite, all time favorite. I can never forget that day, man. My favorite one is winning the league at Old Trafford. Okay, my favorite was eight two. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite one, Ado. We won the my league at Old Trafford, and guess what? Thierry didn't, Thierry didn't even play that my game. My favorite was 8 2. <laughs> we sent Wiltord and Kanu up top. My favorite was like your. But no, just going back, going back. <laughs> go, go. Have you finished? Have you finished? Have you finished? Yeah, temp. <laughs> have you finished? Oh, my, my second. I see that. What are they doing now? My eight second. Temp. So I'm thankful for highlighting that still. I, did, I didn't. I see it. It took a while, boy. Because I think it is keep repeating this. Like I'm sure Ham heard you. <laughs> but now I see it. No, sorry, Ham. <laughs> oh, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> I'm done. I didn't even, I didn't even want to record today anyway. <laughs> I see. No, nah, no. Nah. In, in honesty, I've got respect for you guys back in the day. Now I don't respect you guys because you guys look a shadow of yourselves. But, yeah. Because I've been giving Arsenal their props bare because you guys played better football than us. Like, your football was slick, right? It's just that we dominate people, but your football was nice and sexy. Now I'm just seeing a bunch of chimps on the pitch doing no- nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, those days, man. Those, those are good, the good old days, man. Both of us, like, can, we had our chest eye up. You know, if you don't win one or two seasons, well, the like, next two or three seasons, we bounce back. But it's not the case now, boy. Now we're bystanders. <laughs> it's not the case now, boy. It's just mad. But, but oh, did you guys, oh, just off topic before we jump off, did you see um, that Valencia situation? The game got abandoned, right? Yeah. And then they came pitch. back and finished the game. Okay. Yeah, they came back to finish the game. So um, he was basically saying that um, they've told the players that if they don't come back, then obviously they're forfeiting the points, so they're gonna lose basically um, three points. Uh, so he he told the rest of the players they can go on that he doesn't want to play anymore. I'm, I'm not that. gonna lie to you. If that was me, right? When they come to come and call me, they'll find me in one corner eating panda jam. <laughs> 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 there's nothing. There's nothing like coming back on now. panda jam yeah. and supermalt. Well, and the ref booked him too. It just is 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 nonsense, man. But yeah, no, it's another terrible situation, um, and it's it's just not getting any better. I'm not too sure what the um, resolution is, whether like um, La Liga's spoken out or not. I'm not too sure, but um, another terrible situation. Hopefully, something gets done. Something gets done. Okay, cool. Um, well, thanks, people. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, please make sure you follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter. And please, please subscribe on YouTube. Like, um, if there's if there's one, actually, obviously, we want you to um, tune into us on every social media avenue. But um, please, um, can you also subscribe on um, on YouTube? We'll get. We'll definitely have more content. Just be patient with us, um, boys. Anything else you want to add? You know what I want to say. Um, you look quiet there. You all right? No, I've got nothing to say. Just waiting for Adi to say what you can say so we can wrap up. <laughs> H2. <laughs> <laughs> Love y'all. We out. Hit the beat. <laughs>